תפילת החברים. The prayer of the friends. Creator, thank you for giving us the opportunity to gather and connect together every day. Help us accept your control in our hearts and teach us how to bring you happiness. Unite us as one. Like the like the ten of Rabbi Shimon, so that through us the light of the Zohar may come into the world. Hello, we're reading in Zohar for All, Volume 1. We are in the introduction to the book of Zohar under the article, The Seventh Commandment. You can find our study material on Svivatova as well as on the Ervut system. Whoever asks a question in the hall is asked to stand up, hold the microphone close to his mouth, and speak loud and clearly. The introduction to the book of Zohar, The Seventh Commandment, item 223. Rav, please. Yes. It's a very important commandment. A mitzvah, commandment, is from the word tzivui, uh, order, command. The Creator demands from each person who wants to uh, get closer to Him. Uh, so He demands of Him to do this action. So the seventh commandment, on the path is for a person to circumcise uh, himself on the eighth day, after eight days, to circumcise himself and to remove the filth from the foreskin because that animal, Malchot, is the eighth degree uh, from all the degrees. So let's... Um, see what he says and ask questions and as we see this is something very important 
Please. The introduction to the Book of Zohar, the Seventh Commandment, 223. The Seventh Commandment is to circumcise after eight days and remove the filth of the foreskin. It is so because that animal, Malchut, is the eighth among all the degrees when beginning from Bina. And that nefesh which departed her must be seen before her for eight days as she is the eighth degree. Nukva of Zeranpin is called an animal only through her ascent and clothing of Bina, who is the eighth degree of ten sfirot from below upwards. Malchut, Nukva of Zeranpin, is also called eighth because she rose by eight degrees from her to Bina, and only then is she called Chaya, animal, like Bina. Thus, man's soul, born out of Nukva of Ziranpin, who is called animal, and eighth, must be seen before the Nukva, with corrections of circumcision and exposing on the eighth day after her birth. Then, it is apparent that she is a soul from that holy animal and not from another side. Because then, by the power of the circumcision and exposing, the Sitra Acha is completely expelled from man's soul and she can receive all the lights of that animal. This is the meaning of let the waters swarm and thus she receives the upper mud from Zon and is completed in these waters. Dear Rav, where do these forces come from to carry out such a correction like circumcision in a living soul? It's written that we need to rise to Bina first. Where do we take this force from? The forces we need in order to get to the end of correction are in our connection. All the forces. Or you could put it differently. There is n- We have no power with which to achieve connection, but through connecting, when we connect, we make ourselves similar to the Creator, and then we receive from Him the strength. This is how it works. So, there's no point asking where is the force from. The, the, the force, the strength for our work 
is from connection, and to that extent, in this manner, measure, we connect also to the Creator and, and, and receive from Him, draw from Him forces of connection, bestowal, and even love, etc. So, the most important is not to forget that from our closeness, we provide ourselves with all the forces of Kedusha, holiness. The question here is simply, in order to connect with friends for this, I need to circumcise my ego. Or as a result of this, I perform the circumcision. As a result of the desire to connect with them, you remove from yourself this shell. Turkey one. Do we need to ask and pray for the circumcision to take place or to come? What can we offer the Creator so it will make the arrival of the circumcision more? If we want to use the will to receive of the whole group, which is really the ten, the the number of people doesn't matter. But if we accept however many people we have as a ten, if we want to use our group in this way, it turns out that we are already in the system in a system of ten sfirot, and in these ten sfirot, if we use them, if we use only forces of bestowal in that system, this is called putting ourselves in the frame of the circumcision. The frame of circumcision of circumcision when we use only vessels of bestowal toward each other, and not the will to receive. Again, 224. At that time, it seems certainly that she is a living soul, a soul of that holy animal, Malchut, and not from the other side. This is the meaning of let the waters swarm, meaning the waters of the holy seed will be imprinted in the impression of the living soul. This is the imprint of the letter Yud, inscribed in the flesh of holiness, more than all the other inscriptions in the world. Commentary. The writing explains, let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures, as in inscription and depiction. Through the circumcision and exposing, the upper mud are depicted and inscribed and are given to man's soul in an inscription and depiction of the Nukva, who is called living soul. The upper world, Bina, is inscribed and sealed with the letter Yud, The lower world, Malchut, 
is inscribed and sealed with the letter Hey. When Malchut Nukva rises and clothes the upper world, Bina, the Hey comes out of her from the Ma and Yud enters in her stead, such as Bina, Mi. This is the inscription of the letter Yud, inscribed in the flesh of holiness, more than all other inscriptions in the world. It is so because through circumcision and exposing all the records, the Reshimot of this world, from the letter He come out of man too, and the imprint of the letter Yud comes in its stead, as was done in Nukva that rose to Bina. And since the flesh of holiness of Yesod is sealed with the letter Yud, the man can receive a complete living soul from the holy Nukva too. To 25. To 25. Okay, go ahead. 225. And let birds fly above the earth. This is Elijah, who flies the entire world in four flights to be there in that covenant of holy circumcision. And a chair must be set up for him and to mention before him, this is the chair of Elijah. If not, he will not be present there. Here, the text explains, and let birds fly above the earth. Over Elijah, who flies the entire world in four flights. Below, he explains the verse, and every winged bird after its kind, as angels that fly and sail in the world in six flights. Here at the end of the verse, he explains that when it writes above the earth, it should not be interpreted as high angels, for they are not in the earth. Hence, it is necessarily Elijah. Fly above the earth is Elijah, who is always in the earth. Since Elijah extends from Nukva of Ziranpin, and is always with her. Also, Elijah is not from the side of Abba Ve'ima, for he flies in four flights, indicating that he is from Nukva, from the Chazeh and below, where there are only four Sfirot. The angels are from the side of Abba Ve'ima, Hence, they are present only in the heaven and have vak chagat nehi. Thus, when they come to the earth to carry out their mission, they fly in six flights, for they clothe in six firot. But Elijah is not from the side of Abavima, but from the side of Malchut, and is always 
in the earth. Since Malchut has four Sfirot from Ziranpin, Tanhi, from his Chazeh and down, he flies through the earth by only four flights, in clothing of four Sfirot Tanhi. And since the writing says, and let birds fly above the earth, it follows not I'm sorry, it does not apply to the angels, only to Elijah, who is in the earth. But the verse, and every winged bird after its kind, where the name above the earth is not mentioned, applies to the angels who are from the side of Abba Ve'ima, and fly throughout the world in six flights. Elijah flew through the whole world in four flights to be there at that holy circumcision. Because Elijah said, I have been very jealous for the Lord, for the sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant. The Creator said to Elijah, wherever my sons inscribe this holy inscription in their flesh, there you will be. And the mouth that testified that Israel had left the covenant will testify that Israel are keeping the covenant. Elijah was punished by the Creator because he accused his sons, as it was written, for the sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant. Of course, we should not take the matters literally, that Elijah was obligated to be present in each and every circumcision of the sons of Israel because of a punishment for accusing Israel. Also, why is it said here that he must be invited and mentioned in words, this is the chair of Elijah, or he will not be present there? And if he must be present in each circumcision because of a punishment, then he must be there. And why does it require Elijah's testimony and that he will testify before him and that the sons of Israel are keeping the circumcision? Is everything not revealed before the Creator? Indeed, a great and terrible secret is concealed here under their soft words as they always do. You will understand the matter with what is presented in the Zohar. Rabbi Eli opened and said, Be whole with the Lord your God. What's the difference between Tam, whole, and Tamim, another way of writing whole? It is written about Abraham, Walk before me and be whole. Tamim. And it is written about Jacob, who was more complete. Jacob was a whole, a tam man. This is because there was no waste left in him at all because he was circumcised.
With what did he perform the circumcision and purify from that waste? That place that attacks the waste within, which is present in the place of the circumcision, is an ox, which is the form of the left of his throne. In the Mirkava, in the chariot of the throne, the face of a lion is in the right and the face of the ox on the left. The ox is called a hole, a tam ox. Since in the Mirkava, the chariot of the throne, there is an inscription of the covenant. For this reason, this is this ox is called a whole ox. Also, Jacob is gripped in it and is the whole ox he made the circumcision and completely removed the filth of the waste since there is a prone ox on the part of the foreskin and exposing and several litigants come out of him through the bottom degree called ruins and they all come out of that prone ox in conjunction with the evil donkey the harsh judgment of the manula and Jacob was a whole man means the husband of that whole one explanation There are four shells, stormy wind, great cloud, blazing fire, and noga around it. The first three are all impure shells. But the noga shell is half good, half bad. When the three shells are attached to it, it becomes entirely bad. And when it parts from her, them and clings to holiness, it becomes entirely good. These four shells are the siyum, the end of the partsuf. At the siyum of Yesod, where there are two skins, one atop the other. The first skin is called foreskin, and the three impure shells are included in it, stormy winds, great cloud, and blazing fire. The second skin is called the exposing skin, the noga shell, which is half good, half bad. Adam Rishon was born circumcised because the three impure shells had no grip on him and only the Noga shell was in him. The skin of exposing. It was all good for it was separated from the three impure shells. Hence it clung to Kedusha. However, by the sin of the tree of knowledge, through the seduction of the serpent, which consists of the three impure shells, he pulled the other skin over him, the foreskin. As we learn, the Adam Rishon was pulling his foreskin. It is also written, 
if its owner is warned, yet he does not confine it, the ox shall be stoned, and its owner also shall be put to death. This is so because when the foreskin jumped him and connected to his yesod, his neshama of Atzilut promptly parted from him, he fell to Asiyah and was sentenced to death. It was said that there is a prone ox on the part of the foreskin and exposing. Since the foreskin jumped him because he was failing not eating from the tree of knowledge and did not confine himself and ate, thus the two skins were defiled together for the skin of exposing which is Noga. And also, it was also defiled by its joining and adhesion with the foreskin, which is the three impure shells. However, there is a difference between them because the skin of exposing is called a whole ox and not a failing one, since it was a complete, incomplete Kedusha prior to the sin of the tree of knowledge. It is defiled only by the foreskin that has attached to it. Hence, there are two special corrections, circumcision and exposing. It is written about the prone ox, the ox shall be stoned. Also, the foreskin should be removed and cut off from the Kedusha and be thrown to the dust. But regarding the whole ox, it is written, they shall divide its price equally. Also, the skin of exposing should be placed in Kedusha, connected to Yesod, but it needs to be halved and torn to here and to here by which the mochin are revealed back to the barzuf, and holy flesh is revealed. He performed exposing in this ox and completely removed the filth of the waste, for by having the skin to hear and to hear around the yesod, all the filth was cancelled and gone for it received the skin of exposing through its previous connection to the foreskin. And the mochin that departed because of the foreskin could be revealed once more. However, this is still not enough to bring back all the mochin that departed from Madame Rishon because of the sin of the tree of knowledge. For it is written, and its owner also shall be put to death, even though the ox is stoned. It is so because of the great power of the prone ox, who is the slandering sum, by what is written, its owner has been warned, yet he does not confine it. To correct that, Elijah took upon himself that same guilt of the sum and slandered the sons of Israel instead of the sum, 
as it is written, for the sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant. By that, he closed the mouth of Sam, and Sam's mission was canceled because Elijah took his mission upon himself. And then, he had the strength to become an advocate when he saw that the sons of Israel were keeping the covenant. This is why Elijah must be present at each circumcision, so that the mouth that testified that the sons of Israel had left the covenant will testify that Israel are keeping the covenant. He took upon himself upon himself Sam's power to slander the sons of Israel, saying that Israel had left the covenant, as it is written, and its owner has been warned, yet he does not confine it. Hence, he has the power to testify that they are keeping the covenant. Then the power of the prone ox is removed completely. And all the mochin that departed because of the prone ox can reappear. Hence, besides the chair of the Godfather, on which the circumcision and exposing are performed, another chair should be set up for Elijah. And why is a single chair not enough for both? It is because in every place, the chair is the beginning of the correction, the instilling of the upper one in the lower one. Also, the mochin that appear through the circumcision and exposing, and Elijah's testimony about the keeping of the covenant, are two distinct matters. The measure of the mochin that appear through exposing are on a part of the whole ox, when it is not known that it is an ox that gored. This is the returning of Noga to Kdusha, holiness, through dividing its price equally. Elijah's testimony, on the other hand, is to remove the ill of the prone ox, which is the power of the three impure shells, shells themselves and close their mouths so they cannot slander. Hence, two chairs are required. One, the throne of the Creator, the throne of the Godfather, for instilling the actual mochin through the circumcision and exposing. And two, for instilling Elijah, who closes the mouth of the shells so they cannot slander. This is the chair of Elijah. We should understand why it is necessary to mention in words, this is the chair of Elijah. Otherwise, even if a chair has been departed, has been prepared for him, he will not come there. It is written, What are you doing here, Elijah? Which is the mouth of Elijah. Also, the Holy Covenant is the mouth of the Creator. Hence, there is a difference between the Holy Covenant, the mochin that appear through circumcision and exposing, which are the mouth of the Creator, 
and the mouth of Elijah himself. To understand it, we should delve deeper into the matter of closing the mouth of the prone ox so it does not slander Israel after the return of the Mochin through circumcision and exposing. This is because besides Elijah's testimony, another special correction is required, which is done by throwing the foreskin to the dust. It is said in the Zohar that when a person is circumcised on the eighth day, when he is past the seventh day, which is Malchut in Mochin of Abba Ve'ima, who is called holy, the foreskin is cut and thrown outside. The Sitra Acha sees that she is given a part of that offering of the circumcision, and through that gift, she turns from slandering to advocating Israel before the Creator. Explanation. It is the nature of spiritual ones that they are integrated in one another. And since the foreskin was once attached to Yesod, when it is cut off from Yesod, it takes a part of the Kedusha, holiness, with it. And when we throw the foreskin to the outer ones, they suckle through it some illumination from the Mochin that appear through circumcision and exposing. This is why they no longer wish to slander Israel and arrest these Mochin, for they will lose their share as well, which they take from these Mochin. For this reason, they become Israel's advocates to keep uh, the Mochin in them. This is why Elijah does not tolerate this correction. For although they stop slandering Israel, they take a part of the Kedusha in return for it. To correct that, Elijah took all the slandering upon himself and did not wish to appease to appease them whatsoever by giving a part of the offering of the Kedusha. Hence, even though the Sitra Acha has stopped slandering and became an advocate, Elijah himself is still slandering to completely uproot the power of the Sitra Acha and separate him from the Kedusha. <clears throat> this is why the mouth of Elijah is required here, in addition to the mouth of the Creator, which appears through the circumcision and exposing, which leaves a part of the offering to the Sitra since Elijah's mouth completely uproots, uproots the Sitra this is why it was said that the mouth that testified that Israel had left the covenant is the one that will testify that Israel are keeping the covenant. This is why it is necessary to mention in words 
This is the chair of Elijah. It is necessary to mention and to extend the mouth of Elijah on his chair and not settle for the mouth of the Creator who removes the accuser and turns it into an advocate. For he remains committed to giving a part to the Sitracha, but to Elijah's mouth, he removes the the accuser and does not need to appease him in any way for it. If one does not extend, does not exert to extend the mouth of Elijah with his mouth, that is, on his chair, then he is not present there, for he must be drawn in. And it is not a question, how is it possible that the mouth of Elijah corrects more than the mouth of the Creator? For this is what God has created to do. Since the Creator began creation in a way that through one's good deeds, He will be able to complete it. Very well, Oren. Thank you very much. Also very very close to the heart text. And you also read it beautifully from heart to heart. Beautiful. В восьмом абзаце написано, что есть четыре вида клипы ураганный ветер, большое облако, разграющийся огонь и сияние. In uh, 225 it says that there are four kinds of shells. What are they? Uh, four uh, shells against the four degrees of the will to receive. The stormy uh, storm, the the flame, the the, the four of them, and and the клипа много. No. The four shells, the four forces which do not let us connect in order to bestow. All the work, their resistance that they do are in order to not connect in order to bestow. If you connect in order to bother someone, to harm someone, no problem. The shell does this on its own. Hence, if you want to make calculations of how we connect in order to bestow to one another, so it will be good for everyone. So each will be able to use the forces of one another. And from these forces, do good and bring it closer to the third one, etc. This is where the whole work of the Nogais, I'm sorry, of the shell, of the shell, that does not let us do that. So, I have a continual question. Why is the last shell, Noga, is good as well as bad? Noga comes from the most uh, cruelest um, uh, forces, which is really horrible. There's nothing possible good that could be there. And gradually, in the degrees that it goes through, 
it ascends from and corrects itself, uh, refines itself, purifies itself until you can barely differentiate between her and the good forces. And therefore, by that, she confuses people. And they think that it's a good sign, it's a good place, it's a force of good. They connect to this klipa, to this shell, and then fall. The shell is very, very cruel. Very cruel. Thank you, Rav. I heard you say that uh, shells are very cruel. How can a person be careful from the grip of the shells? Only by hiding amongst the friends. How in the connection, in the prayer for connection, do we see that we connect to the good desires of the friends? If you hug, embrace amongst you with the friends, there's no room for the shell. In other words, when we ask the Creator to connect us, we don't need to sort to which desires, simply that He will connect and trust it. Yes. Thank you. PT31. We read and hear descriptions and explanations about spiritual laws. If we could connect among us with the right intention, what would we really hear and feel? You would hear the voice of angels. What does that mean? What does that mean? So you will hear. But I'll tell you what it means. The voice of angels and also the voice of the Creator. What should I be asking as I listen to these sublime words? Besides connection with the friends, at the end of the day, you have nothing else to ask for. You just want to reveal your entire soul with all the shattered vessels, the smallest of them, and to connect them together so there will be one complete whole vessel. That's it. And then in this whole vessel, you will feel the filling, which is called the upper light, that shines in this world upon you. Woman, Mac 21. If we do it for our own sake, is it not enough to perform the circumcision? What is the exposing here? After we refuse to work with the most egotistical part of our desire, which is called the Ola, the foreskin. Besides that, we need to 
also make sure that take care of that part that was connected to it, that we separated between them. We created a distance, a gap between them, and now they don't touch one another, cannot be together, and we need to enable ourselves have complete confidence that they will remain that way. And therefore, there's another process called exposing. Exposing means that we take that piece of skin that we separated into two, and the the skin is, oh, is the... Five stages, so the skin is the most external part of the desires when we go down the degrees that way. So after the marrow, bone, uh, muscle, tendons, and skin, we have the most external part in there. We are also concerned with it connecting once more with the previous desires which we cut off and disregarded to the dust, to the sand, into the ground. So that this won't happen, then with that skin that's in the incision, in the cut, we fold so that it won't begin to heal upon the previous cut. And this is called Exposing. Priya. Well, and besides that, 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 that blood, when a drop emerges from that, the place of the incision between these two kinds of desires, one desire that remains and we will use in order to bestow, and the other desire which we cut off and was thrown to the sand, to the dust, that part that we disregard and are not interested in having any connection with in the in the future, then this blood that is in the place of these two pieces that were where the cut take place, that blood is also not pure. It's not so pure. And therefore, a drop of that blood we also throw to the ground. But all of this are literal uh, descriptions or imagery of what's truly happening with our desires. So much so, we want to disconnect from egoism to to separate ourselves from it so that we will not return to it in the future. Good morning, dear Rav. World Klee. The question is, circumcision and exposing the way you described it as egoistic forces that don't allow us to advance. Is this Elijah's voice that is in his uh, throne? 
que, que él va a relate y va, y va a anunciar el futuro to the general correction. Yes, Elijah remains in all the corrections until the final correction and is truly the most important angel. He's the important angel. Siberia. Thank you, Rav. Rav, what does it mean that the circumcision or exposing uh, the shells receive their lights and stop slandering Israel? That's already not the action itself of rejection of egoism, but rather what stems from it. In which, if we don't use egoism truly, fully, then there's no foundation to to blame the people of Israel of doing something impure or not carrying out what they're supposed to do. The thing here is that if the people of Israel were to observe all that they are supposed to, there would be no problems whatsoever to any nation in the world. Thank you. What is the meaning of earth or dust to which the foreskin is thrown after cutting it off? What does it mean? And is there some work to do with it afterwards? No. Very simply, it's a sign that that place of the cut in which we cut from the the body of a person a piece that has the other side, the sitra the, the shell that cannot be corrected. We we compare it to dust, something that has no importance, that we don't want to use those egoistic desires. And for us, they're like dust, like something that has no... How should we say? No, no importance. And that's what we do as a sign that we're um, detaching this um, foreskin and throwing it to the to the dust of the sand. Can we say that the incomplete mitzvah creates crippled angels? And that state, those angels slander the nation of Israel on the presence of the Creator because of the incomplete mitzvah. 
that yes, but nevertheless, we also need to understand that this mitzvah is considered very important, the most important one, because through it, we perform the sign of exiting the shell from in order to receive. Hence, it is so important. And not just Jews, but also uh, Muslims and other uh, nations do this for many generations. We have still Ita Free. Yes, in the connection, such forces as pride awaken. How can we connect more and at that same moment be prouder of the Creator? Connection is strong. It can be either for the good or for the bad. The Creator did that, one against the other. That's why we need to be certain that we are doing it correctly. And one of the reasons that why the Creator broke creation into many desires and we have to resurrect them in order for us to know exactly from which personal desires, private desires, the big desires made of, and how we, by us holding it correctly, we can keep each and every part with the other parts. Okay. USA Northwest. USA Northeast. Is the purification related to the connection in our ten or to the massach? To the screen, of course. The massach. No desire disappears. We don't toss the desires to the ground. We toss the klipot, the shells, the intentions, in order to receive towards the ground. How can we? How can we get the strength? How can we reach that stage of purity? What do we need to do? To love the friends just like you love yourself. How can we reach that need? Uh, so I missed the word from... To slice the ego together. Alone, a person cannot do it.
And I'll be right back. 226. And God created the great sea monsters. There are two sea monsters, and they are foreskin and exposing. The cutting of the foreskin followed by exposing. Also, they are male and female. And every living soul that moves is the inscription of the Holy Covenant, a holy living soul, with which the waters swarmed, refers to the upper waters that were attracted to it, to this inscribed token. The sea monsters are a Leviathan and his mate. Opposite them are the foreskin and exposing, which are the bow serpent and the slant serpent, male and female, since the foreskin is the bow serpent, a male, which must be removed and thrown to the dust, and exposing is a correction, removing the evil of the slant serpent, the female. It is written, and every living soul that moves, implying to the inscription of that token of holy covenant, since through the exposing, when the skin is parted, Exposing to hear and to hear over the Yesod, the inscription of the Yud appears, the Siyum, end of the upper world, which is called Chaya. This is why it is called an inscription of a holy living soul, of which it is written, and every living soul that moves. It was said, Upper waters, which were drawn to it, to that inscribed token, meaning the mud of the upper world, upper Abavema, which are called Chaya, extended only to the inscription of the Yud. The, then the letter He comes out of the Ma, and Yud enters in its stead, and it is called Mi. Like Bina. 227. For this reason, Israel were imprinted in a holy and pure inscription below, like the holy inscriptions above, to distinguish between the holy side and the other side. Thus are Israel inscribed to distinguish between the sanctity of Israel and the idol-worshipping nations that come from the other side. And as he inscribed Israel, he inscribed their beasts and fowl to distinguish between them. And the beasts and fowls of the idol-worshipping nations, happy are Israel. Also, their beasts and fell were inscribed because man's relation towards the rest of the creatures in the world is as the relation of the collective toward the individuals in it. This is so because 
within man's body, he includes all the people in the world in one collective. And each is an individual creature existing independently, apart from the form of man, hence as Israel are distinguished from the nations of the world by the human in them, that same division applies to the elements in them, which are beasts and fowl. The reason why he mentions beasts and fowl specifically is because the text mentions them. However, it is the same with all creations derived from Israel and from the nations of the world. Didn't understand your question. Is the goal of reading the Zohar to reach a state that you feel what is written in the Zohar, just like you said, and what does it mean to feel what's written in the Zohar? That's still unclear to me. What does it mean to feel the Zohar? To feel the Zohar means to feel what is written in the book of Zohar in a lively manner. Just like you're reading some kind of book and this story awakens a very clear depiction in you of what's going on. These people, those people, these are animals, these are trees or flowers, no matter what you read and you understand what you're reading, completely, in all details. That's how you also here read the book of Zohar and you understand it the way it happens, the way it takes place. With all the details the Zohar is telling you about. Sounds, sounds wonderful, but when will we attain what you're saying? It depends to what extent you go deep inside. When you say until you go inside, you penetrate it, how long, what, when does it happen? That you have to ask yourself, why are you asking me? Why should I ask myself? Because it depends on you. That's why I don't understand. What does it mean, depends on me? Can you explain? What does it mean, depends on me, when I'll start perceiving the Zohar? What does that mean? Ask deeper what you're asking. And you do what the Zohar recommends that you do in a more correct way. So what do I need to think? I remember Bala Sulam. Be more connected to the friends. Try together with them to go into the internality of the Book of Zohar. Depict to yourself, the friends, that you are in... You're trying to crack open this book. How to understand it, how to feel it. And it'll happen quick.
weeds. So there's some kind of artificial hatred that's aimed towards these people so that they'll turn this hatred into self-love. Not to themselves, to the Creator. Yes, yes, to, through them to the Creator. So, so, still thousands of years, people are living in hatred. I don't even mean Israel. Those who engage in the wisdom of Kabbalah. So why is the process so long? The Creator is doing that on purpose. This hatred isn't natural. It appears in the nation towards Israel. And Israel, on one hand, when they don't do what they're supposed to do, so it's an example. They're not an example to the world. They don't explain to the world how to discover the Creator. Second, is they don't need to be separated, but to show the nations what they can gain from this if they keep the inner laws of nature, the laws of the Creator. Israel aren't doing all this. That's why by this, they are delaying the spiritual development of the nations of the world, and that's why they're suffering. Of course. They didn't disseminate their studies in time between people. That's why other religions came wars between religions, all the problems, all the evil in the world, it all comes from Israel because they don't perform their duty. And what can you do about it? You have, we have to keep it. We have to do it. What is the Hello, dear Rav. What is the state in the ego of the uh, of the um, circumcision that it can be buried in the sand? It's one thing for yourself. That's called the orla, the foreskin of the ego. That whatever I do, it'll always be only for myself. I have to slice that and toss it. It's something completely redundant and unneeded. Turkey 5. How do you say that a person in order to hide from the cruelty of the clipot has to go into the tent and hide in it? How do the friends hide the friend from the cruelty of the clipot by connecting together into one what does it mean to uh, leave our desire outside the tent I don't hear you good 
What does it mean to keep this mitzvah in the ten? Does it mean to leave part of our desire outside of the ten? Why? To perform a commandment in the ten is that with everyone together, you are doing some mutual giving to one another and to the Creator. And what is the word? What does that mean? Circumcision, it's one of the commandments that you decide that you don't use your will to receive in order to receive. So this remains outside of the work in the ten? Yes. Question, Rav, do we need to engage in the klipot to scrutinize them or only to engage in love of friends and they should disappear on their own? When we engage in love of friends and the connection between us and all kinds of styles of connection between us, through that we scrutinize what's stopping us and by that we can separate the klipa from the holiness. So, if I discover intentions that are not for the friends, then I only need to strengthen that connection? Yes. Question, Rav, when we come to connect and when we identify some kind of barrier, a wall or inner resistance, when do we know that the action of overcoming is required from us? And when, as said here, do we need to cut this desire to understand that we can't use it to let go of it, to let the light correct it? To let it go, leave it alone, you can't. You have to work with it. Anyway, to such an extent that you start hating it, to the extent that you hate your will to receive, the ego, the egoistic will to receive, that it disturbs you from advancing, so that hatred separates you from the desire, and you don't know what to do with it anymore, you want to kill it, slice it, burn it. And then those actions, those feelings distance you from an order to receive until you really get the force of restriction that you decide that from this day on there is Nothing like this I'll come close to. Yes, dear love, you said that I can slice away my ego and never come back to it. And I want to uproot it from myself. So how does it happen? How can I uplift and to where? above these desires that are revealed. The Creator, He shows Himself to you, and your ego, it falls, it can't face the Creator. And since then, you're not afraid of the ego. 
What does it mean that the Creator shows Himself? It's not me, it's a result of some kind of work. It's not that I walk down the street and then I see the Creator. He shows his ego, and that's why you see that these are two qualities that you cannot connect together. It's through the friends that we connect. How on that connection between us? Of course you see it through the friends. You see to what extent the friends are treating one another better than what you treat them. So what does it mean that we can uplift above this ego? What, we'll never come back to it? or Above it. We don't hear you. 11 from the Zohar. Introduction to the book of Zohar, two points. All the many contradictions to his uniqueness, which we taste in this world, separate us from the Creator. Yet, when exerting to keep Torah and mitzvot with love, our soul and might as we are commanded to bestow contentment upon our Maker, all those forces of separation do not affect us into subtracting any of the love of the Creator with all our souls and might. Rather, in that state, every contradiction that we have overcome becomes a gate for attainment of His wisdom. This is so because there is a special quality in each contradiction, revealing a special degree in attaining Him. All those worthy ones who have been rewarded with it turn darkness into light and bitter into sweet. For all the powers of separation from the darkness of the mind and the bitterness of the body have become to them gates of attainment, obtainment of sublime degrees. Thus the darkness becomes a great light and the bitter becomes sweet. Hence to the extent that they previously had all the conducts of his guidance towards the forces of separation, now they have all been inverted into forces of unification and sentence the entire world to the side of merit. PT 19. He says, it's interesting, that in every contradiction, there's a special degree you can reveal. I understand there's contradictions, but what does it mean that there's a special degree in every contradiction? All contradictions, all conflicts, all changes that there are, 
she's in order to show us that in all of creation there is all in all one thing him and his name are one that's all one that there are many such angles and degrees and parts and it all works in relation to us so that we will reach from the state of the parts of the degrees to a complete state. What does it mean, forces of separation? How? What, what does it do? These forces, they help us understand what are the things that we're dealing with, what we are built of. So without forces of separation, we can't advance? Of course, how did you learn in school, anything you came to study? You first of all learned the little parts, what their difference is, how they're separate. So, you can say, Tzvika, be happy that you have a mess with your wife and a mess with your friends, that's what they're telling me? Of course. Why should I be happy about it? If you relate to this correctly, you'll understand the state of perfection. Otherwise, you won't. If there's no separation, there's no wholeness? That is the only reason of the existence of separation. So we can't without separation. Right. When was the Creator satisfied? On the third day. What does that mean? Meaning when there is death, there is separation, there is breaking, when it's clear and it's... And then people can rise above it. You understand it's weird for my thought to think that if there's no separation, so... No, it means if you advance correctly, then you will reveal separation and then connection, separation and then connection, and that's how you'll advance left, right, left, right. I see. Thank you. And what do they overcome? The, the disturbances. What does it mean to overcome disturbances? That all kinds of confusions come, they pull in all kinds of directions of false fulfillments, they give you all kinds of nonsense to engage in without putting themselves into the knowledge of the Creator, and so on. What does it mean to overcome it? To overcome means to engage in being similar to the Creator. Whatever we do, we think that it will be in order to give contentment. And where does all the nonsense go? We don't use them, so they disappear. What do you mean not to use them? They don't want to engage in order to receive and things that are empty from content. So how do you drive them away when all this nonsense fills your heart? One after the other. As much as I take these 
books of uh, the wisdom of Kabbalah, the book of Zohar, the articles of Rabbi Islam and Rabash. By that, I push away all of the nonsense from my head. And there can be no other way. Only this. And that, this, by that. You said that as a result of the work with all the confusions and disturbances, I discover the answer. What answer do I discover? To the extent the Creator governs you and He wants you to choose in order to bestow, and there you and Him are connecting together in the same quality, to influence mutually one and the other. Meaning there's a lot of confusion, especially before a Congress. So what should we do in order to reach such an inversion and connect? Let's hug between us and place the Creator in the center of our connection. We don't need anything else other than that. This form will include everything. The topic is convening in one home. And a woman is a home. So what do you expect from the women from now till the Congress? And what do you wish us as a result from this Congress? I expect from this convention that all of our friends will come from around the world that we'll be able to include them, to feed them, to give them a place to rest, that I'll have the strength to give them lessons, as many as they want, on, on whatever they want. And by that we will advance to one place, to one heart. And there, in one heart, each and every one will lose himself. Lose himself. As if doesn't exist. They all exist other than him. He feels himself as being in them. And that is how we all feel. That is what I expect from the convention.